everybody. What's happening? Tom Lydon checking in on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. And this is the Tom and Tom Show today. Happy to be joined by Tom Mullen from Breakwater Capital Group. How are you, my man? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. And what I love about these conversations that I'm starting to have with people who are not necessarily associated as a sponsor with Westwood Living is that you are associated with the Lessons from Leaders program as a sponsor of that. So sincere thanks to you for investing in that program and being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what your experience was like at Westwood High School, but that makes a difference. And the people who stepped up and did that really helped make Lessons from Leaders launch successfully. So heartfelt appreciation. Thank you very much. I really appreciate being part of it. I appreciate being invited on to the podcast and it was a fantastic experience. So Tom works here at Breakwater Capital Group and we're going to get into a little bit of his background as it comes to finance and advice and uh, tutelage for people who need that. But I really am most interested out of the gate with your experience with the kids when you came to Westwood High School, which was October 18th. From the minute you walked in the door, without knowing what to expect, what was your experience like? It was fantastic. I, th I thought um, the room was set up wonderfully in an engaging way so that people could walk around, speak to all the different leaders, and just pick their brains as far as what was their path what were they interested in in school? What were classes that could potentially lead to a, a particular career? So my experience walking in was it was very warm, welcoming. And, and I think, you know, for a high school junior, senior or even sophomore walking into a room like that, it can be a little intimidating. But I think it was set up very nicely and welcoming, like I said. And and I think all the professionals did their best to also welcome everybody as they came in, knowing, you know, having been there themselves and, and been in that position, I, I, I think I think it was great. It was so what sort of questions did you get from the kids and were they specific to your field per se or a bit more general? I would say it was a combination of the two. So definitely some general questions, just, you know, how did you end up in this career? Did you plan on that, uh, you know, initially out of the gates? What, what classes did you like in high school? What did you not like? I mean, it was really all over the map, but thoughtful, good questions. You could tell just good kids and, and really engaged. Well, you're a Westwood resident, and obviously it was important to you to be involved in something like this, to get a little bit closer to the community, to become even more a part of the, the community. I know you're a coach uh, of the third grade soccer team is that right third grade girls how's the nerves every saturday morning or sunday morning it's it's <laughs> fantastic it's great we have a great group of girls great group of parents but you know i i always do believe that if you if you are a winning team and going to win the game then the girls have more fun and so while we balance out playing time and everything the way that we should we definitely try to win and i think the girls are having a blast listen i think the best coaches and obviously I have two girls who are now a senior and a sophomore at Westwood High School we've gone through many coaches and many sports I think there is something to that concept of at whatever level the kids are at there is a way to win and yes you want to balance off the playing time and the experience and you want everybody to feel good but a good coach is the coach who can say, like, even this little first grade team, I could figure out little sneaky ways to get them to win. So I'm glad to hear that you're at least trying. That's good. Let's talk a little bit about your background financially and how you ended up here at Breakwater Capital Group, because it was a long path and it wasn't always this path that kept you a little bit more locally focused. Definitely. So long path is right. I've been in financial services for over 20 years. Uh, I actually spent 
about 21 of those years at Fidelity. And I work with two partners currently, both certified financial planners. I'm a certified financial planner as well. And it's really just been a combination of working directly with clients and also being in leadership roles. So coaching and mentoring and and really just getting people to uh, be great professionals and be able to really handle any conversation from any client at, at any point in their investing careers. Talk to me specifically about the concept of being a certified financial planner, because that is another level of expertise, which takes a great deal of time and study and effort to accomplish. So what was it in your career that said that that's something I want to pursue? For being a financial planner specifically, it really is the gold standard. So being a certified financial planner is significant. It gives you exposure to all different pieces of the equation, whether it be taxes, estate planning, insurance, investments, really a very wide variety there. For me, I was a young guy getting into this. I don't feel so young anymore, but a young guy getting into it. And for me to be able to sit down with a 75-year-old client who would look at me and say, you're younger than my kids, I wanted that expertise. I wanted that understanding of, of all of these different areas so that I could deliver the goods. I could make an impact positively on every client that I worked with. So the move to what is Breakwater Capital Group came after this long career at Fidelity, which took you into the back bay every day and kept you away from your family and your community for great periods of time. So what was the moment where you said, I need to try to localize this a bit more? Well, I would say it's been on my mind for probably since 2005, since I became a certified financial planner. I I really got into financial services because I wanted to have a positive impact on people. And I looked at the financial planning as a place where, you know, I could not only do well for myself, but I could do good for others. And making this change now was really a product of being home with COVID. You know, I wasn't sure I could really work at home because I went into an office for over 20 years. I figured out I could work at home and I actually really liked it. Uh, It was also spending on the personal side, spending more time with my family. So yes, we went through Zoom kindergarten and no, that was not the most fun <laughs> part of, of anyone's experience, but... Well, Zoom eighth grade wasn't much better. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, we were, yeah, Zoom, we were Zoom kindergarten, second grade and fourth grade. Uh, and it was, uh, I mean, that was an experience, but being around my family a lot more, you know, not being out of the house for 12 hours a day was awesome. And then, you know, my vision really on the professional side was really focused on just taking care of my local community. You know, I think a lot like what you're doing with Westwood Living, you know, you're having such a positive impact, you know, on the students through lessons from leaders, but also just professionals in the community. And and I look at it much the same as far as, you know, um, making sure that I'm taking care of the people around me. When we first spoke on the phone, you talked about something you're very passionate about, which is helping families plan for college yes and how complicated that might be and i'm going through it right now because i have a senior and what we joked about in the first conversation was like hey if she goes to school a i'll buy her a car (laughs) but we don't know if she's going to go to school a and we may not have let alone money for a car but enough money to get the kid through college so what do you tell families that just don't know what to expect in such an uncertain time will my kid get in if they get in can we afford it if we can't afford it what do we do 
Thank you for that question. I appreciate it. I think that's the question on everyone's mind. Uh, I think of my own situation. I have three kids and I look at potentially writing 12 checks for $80,000 each. And I don't know that many people who can't or wouldn't break a sweat, you know, by, by laying out that kind of cash. So for me, when I, when I left Fidelity, I got another designation, which is focused on helping people pay off college loans, helping people save better for college, helping people budget better as they go through college. And everybody's situation, just like in financial planning in general, is different. They've saved a different amount. They're looking at different colleges. Their their careers are different. And all of that does play into what the best direction is for them and how to structure things. Some people can pay just outright. You know, other people are going to need to finance it in some way, take loans, take either public loans, federal loans, or, or private loans. And my passion, I think, really comes from, I, I have a lot of teachers in my family, including my wife, who's a teacher in, in the Norwood School District. And I see the financial impact on more and more clients where I have people who are retiring who have college loans for their kids. And they're trying to say, well, you know, what can I do? How can I pay this off? How can I get out from under and, and have that happy retirement that I envisioned? And, and that's, that's really what I am focused on. You know, there, there are programs out there for forgiveness. You know, there are new income-driven repayment methods that the Biden administration has introduced that are really going to help a lot of people. And it's just a matter of taking advantage of every little thing that's out there. And what I found with college planning, even with myself, after being in the industry for over 20 years, there was a lot I didn't know. And and this is something I'm really passionate about and I want to help people because I look around and I see all my peers. Again, everybody's doing really well. Everybody's you know living in a wonderful community like Westwood, which is fantastic. But how do we get to the point where we can get over that financial hurdle and, and have people get to a place of financial peace or financial freedom? Do you get overwhelmed ever about the ever-changing nature of what you do? I think about what you do. I think about what accountants do. And you mentioned changes already that have been uh, passed by the current administration. And it's like, oh boy, that's a whole other group of study that I got to do. I got to be up to speed on these laws, on these uh, policies. How do you balance all that when you're trying to learn new law, new rule, and figure out how you're going to apply that new law and new rule to your clients in, in the way of advice? I think that brings me back to lessons for leaders where it's or from leaders, um, which is if you find something you're really interested in, then you're excited to read that. You're excited to put that into practice. And for me, it's always the new people I meet, the different puzzle that I need to figure out. And then how do we take what's available out in the investment universe, in the planning universe, in the estate planning universe, in the college planning universe, and put it into action for the individual? Or family. So let's get a little bit personal and find out how you ended up here. You talked about your wife being a teacher over in Norwood, but where did you grow up? Sure, sure. I actually grew up all over the state of New Hampshire. So I moved a bunch of kid, a bunch of times as a kid, and um, met my wife actually at Boston College. So we're both BC grads. I graduated in two thousand. She was 02. and she started literally student teaching in Norwood and was so happy, had a great group of friends. And, you know, we lived in West Roxbury for a time and then ultimately landed in Westwood. My brother-in-law grew up in Westwood. So it was a familiar community to us. 
And what year was that that you moved here? The end of 2015. So. Okay. Oh, me too. That's but. the same time I moved to Westwood. So what's been your experience in the town? I find, particularly doing this now, publishing a magazine where you're meeting so many different people, many of whom have been there for decades, beyond eight years, so much I don't know. You know, you kind of get absorbed into what you do know, the everyday, the hustle and bustle. You got your kids going off to school, but there's so much historical perspective that people who are older than we are can give us. What's been your experience in Westwood? It's been fantastic. Uh, we've only met great people, great families, people who want to educate their kids, you know, are very proud to live in Westwood, which I think is great. You know, I, I, I really like the fact that it is an engaged community. It's engaged, you know, again, in the educational system. That, to me, that's very important with the three kids. But just the location is fantastic. The, you know, the, I have only good things to say about Westwood. What would be, uh, you have any wishes, any visions, any things that you may want to see happen in the town? It's always an interesting question when I ask people because some people have a very specific answer. Not the same, but they've thought about it. And you may not have, and that's fine. I don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> that's a good question. I, I love the small town feel of Westwood. I love the fact that, you know, there's the the land trust that protects Westwood, keeps it small and and. and you know, keeps it woodsy, you know, keeps the wood in Westwood, I guess. I guess the thing that I, I've really liked and I wouldn't mind to see expanding is, is Islington, you know, the feeling of more having like a downtown type of area. I really like the growth over there. I like the, you know, Neroli went in there as a restaurant, like new restaurants, things like that to, to try and be able to go to that are nice and close to home. I, I, I think, a little more expansion there would be fantastic. I think, generally speaking, um, I'm really happy with the town, with the way it is. So somebody listens to this conversation, and you would hope that their reaction would be like, hey, I'd like to learn a little bit more about Tom Mullen. So how would they do that? How does a relationship with you start? Great question. Initially, it's it's always a get-to-know-you. You know, So I'm trying to introduce myself, my background, you know, and, and – um, when I was much younger, I was trying to say, you know, I'm a certified financial planner and, you know, Fidelity would have never put me in this position if they didn't believe that I could do the job. You know, now I can say I've got over 20 years experience and not that I've seen it all, but I've seen a lot. And, you know, and I think between my two other partners and me, we've pretty close to seen it all. So it really is just getting to know my background, my firm, me as a person and just what I believe in. My favorite quote, I think, is is integrity is doing the right thing even when no one's looking. And I might have messed that up a little bit, but the spirit of it is 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 there. It's for me to get to know them and get to know what's important to them, get to know the number side of it for sure. But it's it's really about the people and it's really about what they value. You know, you, you brought up college before. Some people want their kids to pay for college themselves. Some people want their kids to pay for a part of it just so that they have a stake in the game. You know, other people want to pay for the whole thing because, you know, their parents paid for them or, you know, their parents couldn't pay for them and they can pay for their kids, you know. So it, it is really truly finding out about what is important to the individual and then being flexible and, and dynamic on our end to say, OK, great, like we will build the plan specifically around you and what's most important, you know, and and. I always look at it as all the money people have saved, it's like being the CEO of your own company and you're hiring us, you know, hopefully you feel the best people for the job uh, to, to really support you to get to whatever success is, you know, and that could be 
travel, it could be golf, it could be, you know, just time with family. And, and I do look at financial services as a, as a way or kind of a means to an end, a means to, to get to the end of feeling comfortable and confident and being able to, to really live the life people want to live. So for those of you watching this as a video, there's a slate here that has both Tom's phone number and email. But for those listening who can't see that, what are those key pieces of information? Sure. So uh, the company name is a little bit long. It's Breakwater Capital Group. So my email is Thomas, spelled just as you'd think it would be, dot Mullen, which is M-U-L-L-E-N, at breakwatercapitalgroup.com. Dot com so a long one sorry for that uh, and then it's not that bad. <laughs> my, my phone number uh, they they gave me the the new quote unquote seven eight one number it's actually three three nine five zero two oh that's actually the new six one seven number <laughs> oh maybe it is okay four two zero zero so. wait I I, meant, I messed that up you got to start over okay. go ahead just so, give me the number three three nine five zero two four two zero zero well that's Tom Mullen. Uh, thomas.mullen at breakwatercapitalgroup.com for those of you who are going to send an email. And again, thank you so much for your support of Lessons from Leaders. Uh, Great to get to know you. Great to meet you. Uh, Fellow Eagle, which is always good. Expand that network a bit, but a a lot of fun. And as always, if you listening have an idea of somebody I should have a conversation with, please reach out. Send me an email to tleiden at bestversionmedia.com and I'll find that person. We'll have that conversation and share it with you right here on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. But Tom, thanks so much. Have a great weekend, all right? Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. All right, that's the latest from the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Have a great day.